the Standing Orders podcast. Welcome to this Christmas edition of the Standing Orders podcast by Politis with me, Dr. Thomas Foreman, and my co-host, Councillor Sue Lorne. Good evening, Thomas. Good evening, Councillor. How are you? Are you going to do some carol singing this evening? I'm fine, thank you very well, much. I'm- I was just going to say, sorry, I'm talking over you. Apologies. I'll wait. <laughs> No, no, no. Sock I know my me. place. <laughs> I was just going to say, seeing as you've added a new addition onto your CV, are you going to sing some Christmas carols this evening? What addition would that be, Town Mayor? <laughs> you're, you're on stage. You've, you've become a star of um, stage and screen, haven't you? I have indeed. Dressed as a... Um, but I don't like... Dressed as Dressed a as a... Um, nutcracker. Wasn't it? Absolutely. It was. Just a few weeks um, ago. And, <laughs> and so as festive as that got us, we're now um, in the, well, in the week leading up to Christmas um, with only a couple of days to go until the big day itself. Are you prepared? Every day I think I'm prepared. And then I think, oh no, I just need to do something else. Just need to do something else. And um yeah, I think today I got. I'm I'm on my my final countdown. What's Santa bring you this year? What's Santa bringing me this year? Oh, nothing exciting um, because I have my birthday so close to Christmas. So mostly my um, my nice things come for my birthday, and then when it comes to Christmas, it's just um, it's Cold. just enjoying the moment really. <laughs> no, no, I'm not naughty. <laughs> I always get something nice, but just not something crazy. And plus, I'm off on holiday um, a few days after uh, Christmas. So that's what I'm looking forward to. No, we can't talk about your holidays because last time we did, I think we had a bit of an altercation as to where you were actually going, whether you'd said where you'd been before oh, yes, right. um, because we, we were trying to make you seem like person, woman of the people um, as opposed to, uh, you know. Yes. I think, that, I is that the first but time I've made you, uh, of course you are, um, mayor in waiting. Still planning for that, for that drive of mayor of Norfolk? No. Well, not, not, not until, I'll think about it while I'm on holiday. Good idea. <laughs> I think it, I think it'll be someone a lot grander than me. There is no one grander than you. <laughs> you keep saying it and I'll keep believing it. <laughs> I've never known anyone able to grab their pearls in shock quite like you do. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was wearing them now, I'd probably do the same. <laughs> there is no one grander. So how, are you all prepared? I'm always prepared. I, I prepare for Christmas. I think it's that cycle with events because you kind of... In January. Well, yeah, you plan for like... After you do a Christmas event, you start planning the next Christmas event. And so every time I have Christmas, I already start planning for the next Christmas. So I'm already pretty prepared. I will say, and, and this is probably complete... Well, it, I'm not going to say probably. It is completely boring. I have bought myself a smoker for christmas um so that i can do did you really and and it was one of those things where you know when you go into a shop and you think i have this budget and you then go in you have a look and you see something that you absolutely want and it's three times the budget you set 
And so then you justify it to yourself that you're going to use it so much that you're going to do all these wonderful things. And I know I won't. I know that it will sit there. I know it'll be one of those things. Like, did I ever tell you about when I bought a uh, a, a kite for um, like June buggying? No. Okay, so when I was at university... Was this recent? Well, I was at university. Oh, no, okay. Um, what do you mean, no, okay? It was recent. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> a long time ago, Thomas, a long time ago. Okay, so, so, so what I did was I, I always have this kind of... Um, so just tell me, did just tell me, did you have the buggy to go with the kite before you bought the kite? I bought them together. No. Oh, yeah, did you? Okay. So I, I got... And, and you'll think... Okay, so anyone who knows anything about kites, in fact, you don't even need to. The bigger the kite, the more you're going to get pulled. So I was looking, I thought, you know, I could start with this small kite, and I was looking at these different flexi foil kites, and then I found this professional-grade 18-meter kite and buggy. So if you imagine no, how big you this 18-meter kite was, I, it took up half, well, more than half of my parents' garden when I rolled it all out. And I got it for such a good price wow. and I was so happy because I thought, you know, I'm now prepared for beginner all the way through, <laughs> intermediate, expert. I have the kite and the setup that I need for all of this. So I, I turn up at Holcomb Beach and I'm with my mum and we get it all out and she's Which helping me. a long, <laughs> wide beach. It is. And, and, my poor mother, you know, traipsing up there with the June buggy. You are and kidding me. I lay this kite out. I do everything. <laughs> and I get myself set up and I'm all harnessed <laughs> and everything. And then the wind no. gets up before I've even got onto the buggy. It lifts me up, carries me <laughs> and dumps me unceremoniously <laughs> the other side of a picket fence. And then the kite is caught up in a you pine are- tree. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I look, I get up and I look back at my mum who's running towards me. And this warden from the from the from the, from the park comes along and says, uh, "You can't use buggies on the beach." And I'm like, "Well, I even if I could, I can't." And so he helped me get my kite down. And I looked at my mum and I said, no. "You are never ever telling anyone about this." And I've mellowed. No, now you've just whole whole world. <laughs> I've mellowed somewhat from that view. But needless to say, oh, when it comes to, oh, that would have been priceless. <laughs> I sold it soon after. And did you have your long hair then as well? I did, and my hairband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Actually, whenever we we went to Mexico a few years ago, there was quite a few buggies with their kites, and it is amazing to watch. They go so fast, and heavens with an eighteen meter. <laughs> You could have been flying to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a few miles out to sea anyway. Wow. I sold that kite soon after for £100 and the guy was delighted because he actually knew what he was doing. So, I mean, I guess the long long story short of this is I do tend to go for, if I'm making a personal purchase, I will try and future-proof it by thinking – if this really takes off and I really enjoy doing it, do I need to then buy something else in six months' time or a year's time? Well, why don't I just do it now? 
should just go for the yeah, most expensive one that you can get justify now. Justify <laughs> in my mind, kind of sell it to myself and say that this is definitely the right thing for me to do. And so it arrives in 48 hours. And so I will be for Christmas smoking. Uh, I think it will be a joint of beef for Boxing Day that I will be responsible for cooking. <gasps> and so I'm going to be doing some hickory pellets smoking for I was thinking that you were going to be doing fish. No, I will. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going fish. to be experimenting. With, well, I say this. Who knows what I will actually be doing? But apparently I can do fish, cheese and vegetables. So, um, Cheese? Oh, yeah, of course yeah. you can do cheese. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. Um, I can't vegetables. Probably the the least local government mm. topic that I could have uh, I could have picked, um, but yeah. So this is it. How can we go from a smoker to an eighteen meter kite, and um, and then discuss Christmas all at the same time? You never cease to amaze me. I Thomas. try my best. I like to keep you on your toes, um, <laughs> and because of the time of year, of course, they Definitely. are your twinkle toes, town mayor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, this week I went and seen my granddaughter's nativity. And this is the first year that we've been able to do it because of um, lockdown last year. Well, we went in lockdown, but they were very cautious about how many people could come into the room. So I did that on um, Thursday morning, which was absolutely wonderful. And the Monday night. So I've had a really Christmassy week. Monday last week, I had um, went to the cathedral. Oh, did you? For the school, the high school's Christmas carol service. And that was just so beautiful. It was just so perfect. The cathedral is the most beautiful yeah, setting why, for any I carol service. I just have service. to ask, why does the local school in Thorpe not use Thorpe Parish Church? Why does it go outside of the town and go to the cathedral? I, there's quite a few schools that um, in in the suburbs not, that will go into as, the cathedral. As, as why, my parents why would say, not? I'm not asking about other schools. I'm asking about this school. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, why not? You know, it is well, just and how talented those students were. Surely the parish church. Thomas, it's about the students, oh, sorry. not the church. <laughs> My mistake. No, no I, I think is I no, I think at Christmas time, I think if if um I don't know whether they, they would have any other services. Um and I think it would be nice if the church included if the local church were to include some of those students into the carol service that um we're going to in the parish church on Wednesday evening. But um but no, I think that is. I think it's good for students, you know, because you, you know, it's the highest church that we have in in the area, and and it's just the most amazing building. So why wouldn't you set your your sight so high that you're going to go to a beautiful cathedral and sing most amazing um, carols? And there was. Um, one of the, I think they were the sixth formers and uh, they were the senior choir. And uh, one of the, the young girls who was singing, she had, um, she'd written one of the, the carols and it was just so fitting for the moment. And um, yeah, I thought, you know, we Anglia TV should have been there because it was just amazing to listen to them. It was a beautiful hour. 
And they did really, really well. So I was very privileged to have been part of that for the evening. And, um, yeah, so we do this this Wednesday night. We do the town parish church um, carol service, which will be nice. This is the busiest and, time um, for, um, like, for, for especially you as mayor. I remember um, I was staying about, uh, at the time, I was about an hour away from from the town. Um and I decided to drive across that hour to get to the church for midnight mass. And I'm not, as you know, the most religious person, but I thought actually, you know, there was a big emphasis on it would be really nice if, you know, people from the council turned out for it. And so I thought, actually, you know what, I will make the effort and I will do that. So I jumped in the car, my dad came with me. I drove to the church, got out, went in, everyone very kind of nice and, and polite and, you know, really nice to see you and things. I sat down at my at the pew and uh, looked across and there was a member of a local sports team who the council had had a dispute with during the year um, because, well, it was to do with uh, rates of pay and, and leases and various other things. Uh-huh. He looked at me. I said, Merry Christmas. He said, shove it. Got up from his pew and walked right <gasps> down the front and sat away from me. And I thought, I'm so glad I've made the effort to be here. You know, it was just one of those no. moments where you think. God, you never told me that. <laughs> it's just one of those moments where you no. think, you know, it's hardly the period of goodwill to all men, is it? You know, it's just the way he looked at me. And my dad wow. then looked at me and said, you're popular. Like, you know, made me come all this way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be insulted at midnight. <laughs> but I always say Was it midnight mass or was it the candle service? This is it was it was midnight mass, so it, it really was all that way. And wow. it was pretty uh, it was pretty bleak. But I I remember like, I always used to think, you know, the only way you can not upset people is if you do nothing if you do nothing you'll upset no one but if you do something you're always bound to upset someone and so you can't be afraid of upsetting people because if you're afraid of upsetting people you'll never do anything um well that's my and this is where the old saying is you'll 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 never please all the people all the time so you just have to go with what um what you know is the right thing to do absolutely and and let that be a Christmas message for everyone. Don't worry about upsetting people. <laughs> Just... No, no, do worry about it. But you know that it, no matter what you do, there will always be somebody who gets upset. So you just have to explain the reasoning, and the reasoning is is the right reasoning, and they just have to understand that's the way it's going to go. But so, have you seen that person since? Um, I have, but they they still don't speak to me. Um, to be fair, I don't still think they're don't. now associated with the club. <laughs> Hold a grudge, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing quite like working <laughs> local government to really wow. witness how how long people can whole budgets um but you know and this is the thing you know and everybody says oh it's christmas time so you know you should bury the hatchet and and move on not in somebody's head but you should you know you should move on and and say right that happened this is you know is in the past and leave the past and and then move on and and it's always you know christmas time and i think sometimes you know we, we put it out there that christmas is supposed to be perfect and 
for so many people, it's not perfect at all. And we sit and we watch all the films and you see the happy endings. You know, and, actually, this and year, for some people, I watched for the first time It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen it before. Oh, I thought you were going to say Scrooge. <laughs> no, oh, okay. no, I've seen that loads of times. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen that every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> so, Thomas, you've got to this grand old age and you've only just seen It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it was just one of those films that I, I just never kind of got around to watching. And then I saw it was gone. To be honest, I only just seen it just a few years ago. And you got to your very grand old age and that's <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's something. I think it's something that you maybe should have watched whenever you were a child. And if you didn't watch it as a child, then it wasn't going to interest you. Not whenever there's love, actually, or um, well, what's the other the other films that's out there. You, you, you know, you were always going to watch want to watch something that was up to date. And um, and literally, is probably six seven years ago was the first time that. Gosh, the days of me sitting down watching films have long gone. But um, but it is an amazing film, isn't it? It's really- and again, that's one of those films that you know the ending for it, but you'll just sit and watch it over and over again. I didn't know what the ending was. But you've seen it. Yeah, but you know now, don't you? Well, I have now. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, yeah, but you, you, but you will. If it when it comes on again, it will be one of those films that you will just sit and watch again. No, I don't think so. And the other one, have you seen Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? No. Oh, Thomas, you are seriously kidding me. Has that has that got the has that got the guy who was in Jurassic Park in it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, def- I definitely haven't seen it. Then. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I could be wrong. So no but, dinosaurs in um, there at all. I haven't then. seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this, and I haven't even seen Jurassic Park. I don't like dinosaurs. Um, but it's it's about this little girl whose uh, mother is. Um, is the uh, one of the directors in in a toy in a toy store, and um, she's she organises the Christmas parade. I think it's Macy's. It, it it's not Macy's, but it's one. It's a shop. You know, you class as Macy's, and um, she organises the parade. But she's told her daughter that there isn't such a thing as Father Christmas, but there is. Oh, no. Did you know, this is something that surprised me, that they did a survey a couple of years ago and the number of children that believe in Father Christmas is the same now as it was in the 70s. Really? Yeah, apparently so. Do you, and, what do you mean, the percentage? Do you, what, what, but yeah, but how are you, what are you gauging that on? The age? What age are they cutting well, off? I, I think they ask um, like, I think it's a bit like family fortunes. Like they ask 106 year olds, do you believe in Santa? <laughs> and the same percentage do. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. You see, and well, just of course touch. You would. Any, any, but any child, I can't imagine that there would be any child. But then again, I suppose religions have changed as well. But do they still believe in Father Christmas? Because it's not really a religious thing, is it? Um, That's a bit so philosophical. So, yeah, maybe anybody under. <laughs> maybe anybody under seven, it would be really sad if they didn't believe. But then it'd be really sad if they did believe and they you didn't see, get anything. talking about that, 80% of children of that age believe in Father Christmas uh, between now and the 1970s. And I think, just to bring this back to local government, same percentage of Are people... you reading this off? No, I'm not. I mean, if, if you let me finish my sentence, you'll realise that no one has ever written this because it just makes no sense. But uh, 80% of children from the 70s up to now still believe in the same. 80% of people back then also thought local government reform's a good idea. 80% 
definitely still do now. So you see, the 70s and now perhaps yeah. aren't as uh, separate as I once said in the previous podcast. No. And you think, well, what was the point in all those years in between? <laughs> why did we why did we go try so many different routes and make so many mistakes? But um yeah, well, that's so, depressing for Christmas. Thank you, Town Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to square one. Well, that's gonna be how it is. But uh, no, so I'm um so what's your what's your traditional uh, Christmas lunch? You know, well, you always had beef. And I actually, Did you? since I've been doing Christmas, because it, we kind of do it that um, my brother uh, and I alternate cooking Christmas dinner. And we always do turkey. I think we tend to do beef then on Boxing Day. But I, you know, mm-hmm. I think turkey is a really underrated meat. I think that everyone always thinks, oh, turkey's a bit dry. Turkey's. Bit. I really like turkey. I love turkey. And every opportunity I get in December, I always opt for turkey. But I will say, yeah. and this is something I never thought I would say, I've actually started to go off meat and eat more vegetarian. And so a lot of what I eat Aye. now is vegetarian, not because I have, you know, I do have some moral issues with with meat, but actually because I enjoy it more. But this year it will still oh, really? be yeah, a more traditional, I think it'll be beef and the smoker maybe for uh, for uh, for uh, Boxing Day yeah. if the smoker one works and two if I ever manage to, uh, to do it. But I'm not going to put poultry in there just in case I kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, but for me, Christmas Day, when I was small, I hated vegetables and I still really don't particularly like do vegetables. So I'm never going to be a vegetarian. And but as a child, oh, I hated vegetables. Any anything I would eat would be potatoes. Well, Parsnips were my the worst Irish nightmare link for you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Parsnips were my worst nightmare, and they were the same colour as the potatoes. So it wasn't until I got them in my mouth that I realised that I'd eaten one, and it was gross. So anyway, but my father was one of these um, very strict fathers who said um, you eat everything on your plate and you don't get down from the table until you do so heavens come Christmas and I used to always say to my mum oh please I'll eat peas I'm, I'm okay with peas but but don't put anything else on and she would try so hard to put me at the other end of the table and away from my dad seeing how many uh, vegetables that I wasn't actually eating and um, and then as, as I got a bit older then he understood that I wasn't going to eat them but yeah it's Christmas dinner was always a nightmare thinking oh we've got all those vegetables on the table but you know now when I cook um, Sunday lunch or Christmas dinner I do so many vegetables for other people but I just don't do them for myself so I would be I'm not going to tell my 11 veg (laughs) story for uh, for Christmas but I will say I do have every um, sympathy with you I remember when I was young and I remember sitting at the dining room table and again, wasn't allowed to leave the table till I'd finished. And there were these carrots and they were 
just i mean there was no crunch to them they were so floppy they were just yeah oh gosh so what i did was, was the problem uh, we had it? an ornament of a tortoise and you could lift the shell off so i lifted the shell off and i scraped <laughs> all my dinner into it put the shell back on about six months later my mum my mum went round. obviously a really conscientious cleaner lifted the shell off and there was just mold coming out of this from these carrots no. i don't know completely forgotten about <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally the perfect house guest. Yeah, if I'd had a dog, that would have been really handy. <laughs> oh, amazing! But no, and yeah. I. So, did you? Uh, sorry, did you traditionally uh, watch the Queen's Speech? Uh, yeah, I, I say uh, yeah. That that means it was on. Um, I can't say I stood, um, but I did tend to. Uh, I did tend to listen to the Queen's Speech, and obviously, will I listen to the King's Speech this year? You know, it's such a yeah. I probably will. Um, I, I I think you have yeah. to. I think it's such a historical um, situation. You you have to be able to. I remember the first the first King speech. But what a situation is going on there? For goodness' sake! It's all really sad that it's also it's come crazy. this time of year. You know, if ever there's a time, yeah, not I know. To do this it's kind just... of thing. Um, but ultimately, you no. know, we are where we where we are. And actually, I think mm. this is probably the least local government podcast we've done so far. Um, and so I will just... Yes, I know, but it's Christmas. It is. And so I will just add a, a little Christmas message in there, which is, you know, I think, you know, over Christmas, there are still going to be an awful lot of people who aren't finding a lot of joy Uh at the moment with various things happening with the cost of living, et cetera. And so I'm, you know, really surprised and really humbled that actually officers have volunteered to open the warm hub as normal on Boxing Day um, because they want to go in and make a space available to people over Christmas to be able to really just go and, and have a hot drink and socialize. And I think, you know, the fact that officers are, are wanting to go and do that, it's actually a really nice thing. And it, it really shows, you know, you wouldn't get this at the district or the county, would you? No, you and you really wouldn't. To, to be, I think, you know, they are, we are so lucky to have we them. Are. And, and, you know, they are very lucky to have a, Reason to escape their families, I'm sure. So uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll get a ticket off for that big, one. Big shout out to uh, to Debbie um, for offering to uh, to do it, and to Jason and uh, Rachel as well, um, because ultimately, yeah. you know, they're they're absolutely right that you know there will be people who are going to be having a very difficult time this Christmas. And it's not all yeah. going to be, you know, turkeys and open fires and uh, and family. And, you know, I think I will certainly be thinking about that throughout the festive period. And in a way, you yeah. know, I hope that the new year brings a lot more good news. And I hope next year is a far more settled year for everyone. But I think, are we going to do... Well, this is the big question. Are we going to do a podcast between Christmas and New Year? 
Well, I don't see why not. Perfect. That was the answer. I are mean, you are you to, going to be to, tied up? To be do you fair, think? I I kind of primed this so that after me saying officers are turning up Boxing Day to open up the warm hub, I knew then <laughs> that if you said, "Oh no, I'm not doing a <laughs> podcast thinking. between Christmas and New Year," you'd seem really, really bad. <laughs> I mean, that would really shame you into having to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, I could sit and talk to you all day, <laughs> but not on Boxing Day. Well, I don't know. We could we, we could probably do the twenty seventh. Okay, I'll, I'll put it in my diary. You know, I, I have a we... paper diary now. <laughs> you do, I do. do you? I, I've got a paper diary, and I check it every day because there is so much going on that I was just. I had one kind of outlook calendar i had a gmail calendar i then had my jotter pad yeah. and actually i just need all in one place and instead of trying to do it electronically i thought i'll just do it paper form and i have and so far yeah it's it's worked well so i will put you in for around the 27th just in case you're a day or two late around the 27th and we'll just we'll just see how it goes but no you're talking about and i haven't got my new diary yet so everything is in the back of my old diary and i did try to do that when i I had my BlackBerry. I loved my BlackBerry phone. And all everything was on was on there. And then as the times got busier, it was just, you know, thinking, okay, um, there's I've got some bits in a in a diary, paper diary, I've got some bits on my phone, got some bits on my laptop. And it was a case of just thinking, no, I've got to just finish all of those and just go to one place. And even now, I start my week and I look on it on Sunday night thinking, right, what have I got to do? I think, oh, I've got a day here or a day there. But by the time that day gets there, then there's something else that's been put back, put in. And now I literally have to wake up every morning and think, okay, what's happening today? And then just go with that. Um, because it is just, I think this, this last two months have probably been the busiest two months that we've ever had. Um, there's been so much happening, hasn't there, that, um, every, you know, every day there's, there's something or other to go on. So, um, so looking forward to probably slightly less busier, but, um, we have to organize the, the winter ball now. We do. So once we get Christmas out of the way, then we need to get that one sorted. And news on that in the next podcast, I'm sure. Oh, yes, we'll tell you all about it. Lovely. Well, on that cheerful note, Town Mayor, I will say good evening and have a very Merry Christmas. And a very Merry Christmas to everybody who's listening. And I hope that you have a wonderful new year as well. And as you've said, let's hope that uh, it's much brighter than what we've just been through. Christ, you had to out to me, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) But I have to have the last say. Thank you for listening to the Standing Orders podcast by Politis. Please like and subscribe to get your weekly edition. You can suggest topics by emailing podcast at politisconsulting.co.uk. See you next week.